This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think for me, I want to be great at what I do. And even, you know, talking even last week with the people at Fox Sports, you know, and and the leadership there allowing me to start, you know, my Fox opportunity in, in the fall of 2024 is something that's great for me. So take some time to really learn, become great at what I want to do, become great at you know, thinking about the opportunity and making sure I don't rush into anything. And I think when people really bet on me, I think one thing about my career, whether I was when I was drafted by the Patriots or signing for agency with the Bucks, I wanted to be, you know, fully committed. And I, I never wanted to let people down. I think my biggest motivator was that. Tom Brady on with uh, Colin Coward. So we're spared. I mean, who knows? Maybe this will change, but we're we're spared from him next year. I guess I've uh, I've I've come to a realization about him uh, broadcasting, um, and I, I mentioned this I think on Friday. Uh, I, I've I've decided that the the now the most effective way for him to continue to torment me mm-hmm. is for him to be excellent at that job. I'm I'm betting he'll be good at it because that will make me crazy because I, I I I like hating him. I don't want to like him. He gets harder and harder to not like, it, it, it feels like, uh, uh, the, as he gets away from the Patriots. And I'm just – he's going to be gone. Well, gone. I don't know. Maybe he'll just be posting pictures of him in his underwear every other day. So he won't ever really be gone. But no. if he's not starting this job until February of 24, um, I'm just I'm, – I'm, brace, I'm bracing for impact that I'm, I'm going to begrudgingly have to admit that he's good at it. Okay. Well, don't lose sleep over that. I won't. I promise I won't. Bob's not gone. He's never gone. <laughs> you see? <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy, I wonder. Bob Wiley. Hopefully he uh, made it work. Let's talk to David here. Hi, David. Hey, guys. Love the show and, uh, you know, love the Bills. I'm doing my best not to be, you know, a, a Debbie Downer Bills fan lately. Obviously, it's been difficult. Um, but I just kind of wanted to expand on what you guys were just talking about with the Super Bowl odds. Good. And, you know, I, I look at a lot of the teams, you know, especially the Chiefs and the Eagles, but, you know, the 49ers, the Bengals, and I just feel like it's hard not to admit that they're a more complete team than us, uh, you know, as we are right now. So, you know, I'm just kind of wondering from your perspective, kind of what are the parameters that go into those odds and are you buying it, or is it something you're kind of brushing off as, you know, just another, another I, like, untrue statistic? I, I always buy it, 100% necessarily, because there's no feelings in it. It's money. 
it's it's objective. It's there's no feelings in it, so that makes me want to trust it. And complete is an interesting word, David, because I might I might say the same. You know, they'll have these departures and free agency, and who knows what else. But that's not how you predict sports. I mean, or football anyway. Like they have Josh Allen. That's why they're right second behind Kansas City on the odds for next year because they have Josh Allen. And to me, like, that has always, since I've sort of become, I don't know, like a disciple for this stuff, whenever that took, I don't care about the other guys as much as other people I know. Because, like, that, and and this this is a tough year. It's a good discussion to have. I mean, Allen played fine, even very well at times with the Dolphin game, whatever. Like, he had the turnover problem, but that didn't, that didn't, undo him against Cincinnati, it's just um, some of their other faults came to the surface, and here was this dud of a game. So, yeah, I mean, it matters to me who else is on the team to an extent, but it's not a reflection of how complete you are or how many, how few uh, holes in your roster yeah. you might have. It's a reflection of you have the most important position, you know, you're elite at that position, and now we're off and running. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think in a, in a certain way, what whatever, you know, we, we all have different ideas, I think, or, or maybe a lot of us have very similar ideas about what their problems are, right? How they're, how David is saying they're, they're less complete than these other teams. So there's, there's holes, there's things you'd like to see addressed. But even with those, finger quotes, problems, you went 13 and 3. Um and had like the second highest scoring offense, and, it, and, it, and if it was too reliant on Allen, that, if that's part of like them not being as complete, well, you have a chance here in the off season to address that, and 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 maybe make things a little easier for him, and improve the things that need improving. But you still were thirteen and three, you know, like it, it, it's. I know we're disappointed about how it ended. And and the thud that there was, and and how and how I was saying I was so mad watching Kansas City and Cincinnati a week later because they're both like just playing at this like Kansas City has no trouble getting to Joe Burrow we couldn't get near him like things like that were making me crazy watching that game, um, but like once you start getting a little bit away from the game itself the one game that cost them their season and look at the overall. I don't know. It's not hard for me to start getting optimistic about their chances, even though there will be changes. Um, maybe they won't be the changes we all are clamoring for, or some of us are clamoring for. Um, but whatever whatever limitations we thought they had did not keep them from having a great season. And so, I don't know. You don't have to improve on those things. Maybe you could get worse. You know, I mean, that can happen. But I think when you've got a cheat code like Allen at quarterback, it's obviously an envious position to be in for starters. And I think it, it, it's not hard for me to see them having a very similar year to the year they just had. What do you think, David? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's, I feel like it's just about taking that next step. And, you know, I see, um, you know, like you said, Kansas City with their pass rush or Philadelphia with this offensive line and, and their defense. And, you know, I, I just – I guess I don't really know after having a 13-3 and three season, which we can all agree, you know, was a great season in hindsight. Um, I guess I don't really know where the holes are, but I know they're there. You know, some of the, the pro football focus numbers and, 
and stuff with the offensive line, the pass rush, et cetera. Right. Um, so I don't know. It, it's in a it's in a position where yeah, we're a great team, but it's almost hard to kind of hone in on what to do when you are that That's successful. Exactly right. Exactly. Thanks, David. Really good. Exactly right. It is. And you know we're in the business of talking about it, and every year is different for talking about it. You know, it's it's not like it's not on the same scale as a fan where the better they are, the better it is, necessarily. Like, sometimes, the last couple of years have been so good, here's a moment where you're like, okay, what should they do? And, geez, well, if the odds aren't going to change and they're going to be, you know, considered elite, no matter what they do, then what do you say about that? Like, their pass rush rate, win rates, dropped off a cliff after Von Miller got hurt. He comes back, so that's good. But do I want to augment the defensive line. I'm like, no, I've, I've only been doing that in these drafts. Like, right. I've got to stop doing that. Uh, so, okay, then what? I I, met, I mentioned James Cook in this context a lot last year because never, ever, ever, on, especially with who the Bills were, should they have drafted James Cook? Like, never, ever, ever. But the, the but in that is, well, who should they have drafted then? Like, who? what did they need? Who was going to play a significant role? I mean, somebody will. You have injuries. Mm-hmm. There are answers to that question. And if I'm the Bills, I would also never, ever have drafted James Cook. I still would not have because, you know, come on, part-time running back in the second round? I don't don't care how good you are. But I didn't want – I wasn't going to be mad about it. Like, they were still a favorite, if not the favorite. So, okay, and maybe this will work. Now it's a little different, but as, like, David is sort of shedding light on, it's not all the way different because there's still going to be this – these expectations are still going to be – Mm-hmm. A, you know, given to the Bills, meant for the Bills. And so, receiver, I guess. I could have just not said any of that and just said draft receivers. <laughs> draft receivers, right. Yeah. Or Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Yeah, maybe just draft Anthony Richardson we don't, we don't need to. We don't need to do that. Why? That's the, that's the big Florida quarterback, right? Yeah. In case, you, case of an injury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that would make headlines. That would be exciting for, like, yes. a week. <laughs> yes. Then then you're just angry. Unless unless you need him, and he's awesome. Right. No, I don't know. I haven't, I'm not sure I want to push uh, for that. I, th- I, I Actually, I know that I don't right now. I'm not going to be the Anthony Richardson of the Bills guy. I'm not ready okay. for that. I'm not dressed warm enough for that. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't I'm not wanna, geared up for that. I don't want to be, uh, like, I don't want to be, I, I don't know, I don't want to be involved in that. You'll right be now. in Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when you're <laughs> do, away, I'm going to hammer that. <laughs> Good plan. Pick 27. <laughs> Zach, where, is he, where does he get drafted? It's usually about in the early to mid-first round just because he is such a tools guy. Yeah. The numbers, it's basically Josh Allen when he came out of Wyoming. Low 50s completion percentage, not a ton of mm-hmm. touchdowns, but off the charts tool-wise. I think he's probably got a better arm than Will Levis, and that's his whole thing from Kentucky. So usually mid-first round, but you you, you got to hope he goes to a team that is good at developing or is willing to be patient. Right. And we have more and more of those guys, you know? Most Just... of what I'm seeing is the, there's four guys first round, right? Le- Levis, him, Young, and Stroud. And Young uh, and Stroud are one, too. Right, almost definitely. It's too early to know that, or almost definitely. Maybe, I, I, I maybe, um, but the, the the so, you know, 
there's a couple of guys that I think are pretty – Richardson is one of them. Hendon Hooker is a very intriguing quarterback prospect to me, too, from Tennessee. Hmm. ACL injury in November. Um, and, like, what does a team want to do with that? You know, I think he's – I'm reading he's he's going to – he's trying to get – like, be able to do some things here in this offseason cycle here before the draft. Uh, but I don't know how likely that is. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the quarterbacks are always interesting, and you've got you've got the toolsy guys, you've got the guys who accomplished a lot and won a lot uh, up near the top, and it'll be I think a pretty interesting class once we really sink our teeth into it. All right, here's Mark next. Hi, Mark. Hey guys, uh, I just wanted to say that um, I'm not I'm more down about um, the measuring stick, and I think that's the Bengals. I, I it's driving me absolutely insane that we lost to their second-string defensive line with, yes, we were without Von Miller, but I just feel like these guys, Ed Oliver, Rousseau, these guys were no-shows, and we put so much capital into this defensive line, but um, but that's not why I called. Um, I was just thinking of one of the players that might be expendable, and he's a fan favorite, and I loved him, but Trey White has not been the same since his ACL injury, and, yeah, you could blame that injury. Um, he clearly lost a step. But it's like if he's not 100, percent why was he even out there? So I just, um, I just, I don't know what the answer is. I think um, uh, the lack of uh, return on our investment on the D line has hindered us from protecting Josh Allen. And since Stephon Diggs, what have we done for Josh Allen? Uh, we've just n- done nothing but rely on him. But I'm gonna have to listen. Thanks for having me on. Sure, sure. Um... Trey White's not going anywhere. I yeah, think. I would. I would I, Unless he retires, listen, he he right. He um, he wasn't the same, and that's not. It's not that surprising. Uh, it, it, you know, perfect world. He comes back and he's exactly what he was. Um, but considering what he described his experience as. And how even reluctant he may have been to even get on the field again when he was declared healthy. Like there was that that weird, you know, after they actually opened his practice window where it was sort of like we kept waiting, when's he going to play? And it was like he's got to feel right. And so I think you add all that up and you can understand why, whether it was physical or mental or some combination of the two, he was not the player he's been. But that happens with that injury. You've heard many times, at least I have over the years, and I try to say this, you know, so that you hear it too, that some guys, many guys who've been through that injury rehab will tell you it, it takes until the following season. Like, another, so in other words, two years removed from the surgery to, like, get all the way to where you were at the beginning. So you just got to hope for that. I mean, I, I don't think he's going anywhere unless, like Mike said, if he were to choose to uh, do something different, which to me at this point wouldn't shock me with how no. open he's been about everything he's been through. Um, but I don't mean to be predicting that. I'm just saying that's the only way he's not on your team. Cir- circumstantial evidence, at least, uh, with his thoughts coming out of COVID or during COVID about whether he was going to play that season with – like you said, after he was available to the Bills, he still didn't play for several weeks. And then perhaps Damar Hamlin, like I, I don't know the guy personally, but he's somebody that because of certain events along the way, I, I wonder about. And I I mean, the injury point is the right point. Why was he on the field? Because they didn't have anybody better. Like he, he might not be the player he was 
three or four years ago, but the Bills were always scrambling at at corner, you know, in the secondary this year. So he, I mean, he he was going to play. I don't think that was a mistake or anything. Travis Yost coming up at four. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. 803-0550 to call in. This is WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.